0: Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the UIBuzz podcast, I'm your host as always Peter Whittem, you can find me at peterwhittem.com. This week we are talking web development, specifically Astro. You can find Astro at astro.build, it's a new framework or tool depending on how you want to look at it, that reached the 1.0 status and I spent this week rebuilding one of my websites with it and I want to share my experiences and thoughts with you. So let's start by talking about what is Astro. Well, as I say, Astro hit 1.0 release this week on August the 9th, 2022, and that now makes it a viable option for many, including myself, because I'm not a a huge fan of using pre-release versions in production for just about anything where possible. Astro is an interesting framework or tool for building web applications, and just like many, it builds on the top of so many before it and all the cool features and in fact even includes I noticed when I was setting up a new application it does pull down some of those other tools you'll see them under the hood things like Redwood and Gatsby and that I noticed those were included in some of the files that were pulled down so Astro has this concept called islands and what these islands enable you to do is to isolate parts of the page but it's not just the concept of this self-contained component The advantage here is that it allows for the non-blocking page loading and for everything to load in parallel, which is huge, right? That's a big deal because it removes the unused JavaScript and makes it great and very attractive for things like SEO and page speed and response times to the user, something we should all be caring about these days. It's worth noting that they also hydrate the components when they're in the view. So in other words, if it's not on the view, let's say it's further down the page, not on the screen, It will not even be concerning itself with it at that time. That code will only be executed and displayed and hydrated when it comes into view. So that again helps with page rendering speed. And it's clear that a major attraction for Astro is performance. There is so much on the website astro.build where it talks about performance and comparisons. And it's clear from the way that it works to me that this really is a major factor and a major focus. And I think that it's good to see that. So many other frameworks and tools, yes, they talk about performance. But a lot of the time you have to include some plugins for various things. And again, you're just piling onto the load. And as we all know, page load speed and performance is a big deal for users these days. If you don't capture and give them what they need in a couple of seconds, they're just going to move on to another website. So this really is a big deal. And it's nice to see that Astro is really putting that up there in the forefront. When it comes to creating content, though, Astro is very interesting in some of the ways that it does this because it can consume... And follows the path of so many other frameworks where you can pull down from a CMS, a Markdown, which is my personal choice, MDX, and then, of course, it's got APIs as well. And a lot of this is done with very little to no configuration. That is a very important deal. I can't stress that enough. So much of what impressed me about Astro was how many things I did not need to configure to make it work. And essentially, once I set up the app, just got in the business of creating the content. That's a huge deal for me, and I'm sure... For many of you, that's important as well. Indeed, one of the things that immediately impressed me was just how much worked out of the box. There was no need to put in complex configuration or install a whole bunch of plugins. And this is a common complaint that I have with a lot of other frameworks is, yeah, we got this core, but it really doesn't do too much. You got to pull in a plugin for various things, SEO, sitemaps, all things that are really out of the box these days should just be there and Astro has them. And I was just really thinking to myself, this is a true win for Astro right here because I just create the app, like I say, get on with creating the content. A lot of the basic sort of mundane things that we all do, don't need plugins for them, just works out of the box. Perfect example, Markdown. It'll just read and render a Markdown file. I didn't have to do anything special. I just said, look, here's a Markdown file. It understood what to do with it. And it also understood like with MDX, how to process the markdown commands or syntax that I have in that file. Also with the front matter that you can put in there if you want to, and I do recommend it, it just understood it and you just start working with them. And I was just really delightfully impressed with how well that works. There is of course though, plenty of third party support. Don't be fooled into thinking that your options are very limited based on what's in the framework. That is not true. If you wanna bring in any of your favorite tools, And frameworks that you've used before, you can do that. And in fact, out of the box, Astro makes it very simple. With just one command, you can include, for example, Vue, Svelte, Preact, Cloudflare, Deno, Netlify, Node, Vercel, Talwind. Right there, you've got a whole bunch of super popular things. You can just literally go Astro, Add, Talwind, and it will include the dependency, it'll pull it down, it will add the necessary configuration, which is huge, because it means I don't have to sit and figure out the configuration to make these things work with it, which, depending on your experiences, your experience level, and the tools, sometimes that can be a nightmare in itself, just fighting to get something to work. Astro takes care of it for you. It's fantastic in that regard. And that is really one of the benchmarks for me here was, what stuff do I have to do under the hood to get started? And the answer was you really didn't have to do anything. Just tell it. Add towelwind. Boom. Now I can now start using Talwind classes. Astro understood it. It's available throughout the app. I was just so impressed with that. So let's move on and talk about actually getting started. If you've done anything like this before with these kind of frameworks React, Gatsby, Next.js, any of those it's going to be very familiar, right? You can either do npm create astro at latest, or if you're a Yarn user, you can just do Yarn create astro. That's it. It'll create the application for you. You answer a few very simple questions on the setup you want to use. For me, I just went with the empty default. You have things like a portfolio option, a blog option, and so on. I always just go with the blank one because then that way I'm going to get a minimal amount of code and I can just get on it with it, especially if I'm discovering something new like this scenario here. Once that's done, again, very familiar, you just go into that folder and you're just going to do an, either an npm run dev or a yarn run dev and that's it, you're up and running. In this case, I just go to my local host port 3000 in the web browser and boom, there's the very simple straightforward page with just some example content to show you that, hey, it worked and you're up and running. Now when it comes to development tool support, it gets very interesting as well. There are plugins for some of the popular IDEs, right, like Visual Studio Code, Vim, Nova on the Mac is one that I use. The one that's missing and is interesting because of a lack of server-side support are the JetBrains tools, and I do use the JetBrains tools. I'd like to see some support for that in the future, and what you're really gaining here is not only the syntax support for the code, but also a lot of convenient understanding of some of the commands, and that, that just gets you, you know, where you need to be quicker, you don't have to type them. So, it's not a huge loss, but it's just always beneficial to have those built in, especially when it comes for things like passing through the code for errors, and identifying sort of problems like that. You will be happy to hear that there are community-driven efforts, though. For example, two very popular ones that I think we, most of us at least, use, ESLint and Prettier. Those have some community-driven plugins out there already, along with some others. And, of course, it supports a lot of the deployment platforms. Things like Netlify, one that I use, they're just directly supported, fantastic. Love to see that on all these tools these days. What about when it comes to making the content, which is really the focus of what you want to do here, and the focus of what Astro wants you to do and let them do the hard stuff? This is one thing that impressed me beyond all others, because I couldn't believe how little code, in fact, no code, essentially, that I had to write to just start building content. Now, this is something that you are going to have to try to really understand and relate to the way that you work. But I'm going to try and give you a couple of examples here. If you want to create a page or like a blog post or whatever it may be, some kind of content, all you have to do, is create that file with the content you need. There's no need for any special metadata. You don't have to put in HTML tags. You don't have to import frameworks. You don't have to export defaults or any of that stuff. You literally just have to put in the bare minimum of what you need that page or post or whatever it is to display. That is all you need to concern yourself with astro will take care of the rest it does have layout support for pages and that but again you can make these as complex or as simple as you need them to be or you want them to be now you can use front matter and i i do recommend it for some things it's great to have the front matter in there if you're not familiar what that is a quick google search will answer that for you but things like putting in the page title the url and some other instructions like for example maybe there's a particular layout file you wanted to use you can put all that in the front matter you again you don't have to i think once you really get into this and start building a a more fuller application with and as your content grows this is something that you're going to want to look at and care about and again you can put in as little or as much as you need and it's just going to work now, another benefit there is you can have somebody else create the content for you and just pull that file in and consume it. You don't have to worry that they're messing up the code or they missed, they didn't include something because all they need to do is give you a file with the content. It's like a really simple include in, in many ways. It's something that you don't have to put in the code, but it's just going to pull in the content and then re- render it out correctly. Again, as complex or as simple as you want it to be. Another benefit to that is it keeps the files simple and clean so it's very readable very human readable you don't have to try and figure out and wade through the code and deal with all of those problems to to solve issues you are literally looking at the content if the content's wrong you can just go in there you'll see it you can edit it other folks are going to understand it simply and you can just abstract away any code to to other files and nobody has to touch it Interestingly, something that I like, that I think is a bigger deal than it sounds like on the Astro webpage, is the CSS, the styles, those are local to whatever file you put them in. So if you want to think of a file as being a component, it's local to that component. You don't have to worry about trying to figure out the full path to something, to to style it, or how maybe you've got two styles with the same names. And this is very interesting and very clever because I can put any styles in a file, the file that I'm working on, even if it's a markdown file, and say, hey, these are essentially the styles I want for this page that you're gonna render. And essentially overwrite all the others And I don't have to worry about, like I say, accidentally overwriting a tag somewhere else or any bleed through. You do have access to global styles. And of course, you are going to use those for a lot of your site structure. But when it comes to the specific content, let's say, for example, a very simple example, you want a specific page or a specific blog post, whatever it may be, to have a different color uh, href link you can do that you can just specify it right there and it will be unique to that particular instance fantastic i don't have to go through doing some crazy structure to dive down through classes and nodes and tags and everything else i can just localize it to that file and move on and again i've got the global ones available if i want them of course it's perfect for use with things like layouts This is something you have to see to maybe wrap your head around it a little bit, but once you see it, you're just going to be smiling because, again, we all know the trouble that you can have with accidentally overwriting styles, or even worse, you sit there inspecting in the web browser, trying to figure out how in the world do I target this one thing on the web page, and why isn't it working right? That abstracts this problem away completely. Fantastic for that. Another thing that's always a big deal for me and a marker for how well something's thought out is on other frameworks, you almost always, I have found, have to include some plugin to do any kind of pagination. And it's always funny to me, whenever I go and look at a framework, whatever it may be, React, Next, any of those, Gatsby, it's almost as if people shy away from having to deal and give you examples for pagination. And it's go get this plugin. And then you have to again try and figure out all of the configuration to make this plugin work. And then the rendering on the page and how do you calculate the how many per page and where the offset is and everything else. It's a nightmare. And the here's the revelation on this one, Astro has pagination built in. Fantastic. And I'm currently working through the process at the moment, but I was just super delighted to see like finally. Someone's tackling this ahead on. You've abstracted away the problem for me. I don't need a plugin to go figure it out. I don't need to write a bunch of code and crap to make it work. You've got pagination built in. Fantastic. Well done. Thank you, Astro. So that's what I've been doing this week. I'm currently rebuilding compileswift.com, one of my websites with it. And I'm just so impressed that I think this may be my new standard going forward until I find a reason not to use it because it's checked all the boxes that I need to deal with from something out of the box. It's just checked them all and it's great. I'm just going to get on with it. I'm not kidding folks. The Swift website I rebuilt in a few hours what took days if not weeks to go through on some of the other frameworks and I'm not slamming the other frameworks. I'm just saying how well Astro does a lot of this stuff. So bravo to the Astro team and just thank you so much for them making this. There is a blog post and I'll put a link in the show notes or in the chapter links here on the podcast if your player supports it where I dive into the details of this and you can get into the nitty gritty along with all the links to Astro and everything else. If this has been helpful, you can say thank you by either just going and giving me a rating and review for the podcast If you wish and want, you can go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash P-W-C-O-M and buy me a coffee to say thank you. I would greatly appreciate that. I love making this stuff for you and putting it out there and just sharing it with you. It does take a lot of time and just knowing that it's appreciated in any fashion helps me out. You can reach out to me as well at UIBuzz on Twitter or you can go to peterwhidham.com and find me there. I'm super excited about Astro and I'm just thoroughly enjoying diving into the experience and the documentation is great. That's it for this episode. A little bit of web dev there for you. I will speak to you in the next one. Thank you.